by talking about the benefits of a rowing machine workout in our first segment. And then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about the weight loss benefits of milk thistle. Before we get into that, if you'd like to join the conversation, then get on over to podcast.gaspination.com slash VIP to enroll in our insiders community where I share more entertaining behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks. That'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. And now, let's move into our first segment with Healthy Conversations. So in this week's Healthy Conversations, we're talking about the benefits of a rowing machine workout. And so if you didn't know, (laughs) the rowing machine is an excellent low impact exercise that can easily provide a killer full body workout for just about anyone. So whether you've ever been in a boat or have no desire to ever spend any time on the water, (laughs) a rowing machine may be the best option out of many to choose from at your gym. And that's because there are five key benefits that you get from a rowing machine workout. And these benefits, they they come together in a way that no other machine at the gym can bring. Some of these benefits are obvious and well, you know, others, they're kind of underappreciated or sometimes they're simply overlooked, you know? So first off, let's just get the obvious ones out of the way. And let me know down in the comments if, I don't know, maybe (laughs) maybe to you they aren't that, they weren't that obvious. Because honestly, a couple of these actually caught me by surprise and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I suppose this is true, but let's get into it anyway. The first benefit is that it's super low impact. No brainer, right? I told you some of these were obvious and this is what I meant, you know, but but this benefit is great for so many reasons and because rowing is non-weight bearing, meaning you're not picking up any weights, this makes it suitable for people with certain joint issues. So if you've got arthritis or if you're like me and, you know, you've experienced your share of sprained ankles and twisted knees that 
now you can feel the change in weather before the weatherman does. <laughs> you know, these quote-unquote aches and pains, like they can really make it extremely difficult for you to engage in high-calorie burn slash high-impact workouts, you know, like running, <laughs> you know, and and people who have a history of ankle and knee issues could certainly, certainly benefit from adding a road machine workout into their fitness routine. And uh, and it's it's also important to use the right form and technique when rowing so that you can avoid injury in the first place. You know, like that's more or less, that, that's a, a huge reason why you work out to begin with. You know, like you, you're trying to become stronger and, and re reduce your proneness <laughs> to injury you know what I mean especially if you have a history of lower back issues if you're new to rowing think about getting some guidance from a fitness professional aka a personal trainer before using the rower because you know you have to remember that just like most exercises and machines you know too much of anything when using poor technique will eventually result an injury so you'll want to use the machine in a safe way because let's face it <laughs> this is important you know so now the second benefit of a row machine workout is its versatility it's versatile <laughs> you know what i mean rowing machines give you the opportunity to perform both high intensity interval training workouts but they're also great for endurance training through steady state cardio training so being able to hit both types of workouts you know the hit and the steady state cardio you know this gives you a super super efficient workout in minimal time you know and, and the cardiovascular benefits of a rowing machine workout whether again whether you're doing a hit workout or you know a longer slower session the benefits are nearly unparalleled they're unmatched you know what i mean like this piece of machinery and the workouts that you can do with it leaves it pretty much open to a large variety of people you know like you can get a wide variety of people of different ages and different sizes doing efficient cardio and sweat building calorie shredding workouts on them you know and again these workouts are more or less of the zero impact format perfect for people with joint issues and stuff like that you know and so building on this calorie shredding point is uh number three or you know benefit number three of calorie melting you know so simply put you can easily burn up some serious calories in this you know on this bad boy and remember that one of the number one tips to losing weight and easily sliding into your beach outfit this summer is calorie deficit <laughs> you know so if you're able to torch and melt a serious amount of calories in a minimal amount Amount of time then hey why not do it am i right <laughs> you know engaging all the muscles in your body increases your heart rate and this provides a top-notch cardio workout that's similar to what you might experience when swimming vigorously like a michael phelps workout just thinking about the uh summer olympics starting at the end of the month <laughs> actually who's who's that swimmer that's supposedly the fastest swimmer in the world right now like now that michael phelps is retired you know what i mean <laughs> he's like the new michael phelps uh can't remember his name right now but uh help me out guys drop it in the comments but um you know don't, don't want to 
I don't want to veer off topic too far here, but you know, we're, we're talking about rowing being a top-notch cardio workout. And honestly, that's the thing here. <laughs> you know, since a rowing machine workout targets the large muscles of the lower body, uh, it can easily burn those calories quickly, period. End of discussion. Now, that being said, just exactly how many calories you burn during your workout, well, you know, that, that, that'll obviously depend on the intensity of the workout and your weight. So there was a Harvard Medical School report that was published with some estimates in this publication. And, and so according to their report, a 125-pound person rowing at a moderate intensity on a stationary rowing machine can easily burn 200 in 10 calories in 30 minutes. That's just moderate intensity. Think about that. A 155 pound person can expect to burn about 260 calories in the same time at moderate intensity. And a 185 pound person will torch up to 311 calories in half an hour at moderate intensity. I, I, I suppose that's why when I get up on there, <laughs> me being at just over 210 pounds, I get on there and and I start ripping the, <laughs> the row machine, that calorie counter goes up pretty high. And I'm only on there for maybe about 15 minutes or so. But these calculated burn rates are identical to what you can expect to burn when using a stationary bike, again, at moderate pace. Increase the intensity, <laughs> you know, and you'll increase the calories you burn in the same amount of time. And what's cool though, is that some rowing machines will actually let you program the computer on it to alert you so that when you you know reach a certain number of calories it, you get a little alert you know that's i thought that's pretty cool you know this feature can make for a nice little targeted and uh you know precise workout so if you want to you know warm up warm up or hit exactly i don't know five six seven hundred calories you know that feature on the row machine can actually help you hit that number exactly <laughs> it also helps you know exactly when you burned off that slice of pizza from lunch or if you plan to indulge <laughs> with your buddies later on in the day <laughs> it's got you covered benefit number four it's a full body workout now there seems to be um, a misconception or better said a perception i suppose <laughs> that rowing isn't all about the upper body i mean yeah your arms and shoulders will definitely benefit and you know they're likely to get strong and toned and whatnot but it's an even better core and lower body workout if you're performing, you know, the rowing exercises the right way. And that's, you know, <laughs> I'm hoping you are doing it the right way. You know, that's because the power of the stroke actually comes from your glutes and your core and not from your arms, believe it or not. And so while rowing definitely boosts your lower body strength, it also builds up your upper body muscles, unlike some of the other more common pushing exercises. So movements like push-ups and uh, bench presses, like they work the push movement and 
rowing works the pull, which can, you know, I mean, this can balance out that muscle development for a better overall training and, um, you know, that reduced injury risk that we're all after, you know, since it works the opposite muscles involved in pulling rather than the pushing, you know, (laughs) you get a more well-rounded workout if you incorporate both movements. So, you know, just something to think about there. If you're trying to add the uh, rowing machine to your workout, you know, you you can also like you know alternatively you can use this pulling exercise on a day where you're specifically looking to do a pulling workout or you know if you're alternating push pull then you can you can work that also into your uh, your regimen into your routine but however you slice it you know rowing exercises are just a great full body workout very effective and very efficient the fifth benefit is that it's scalable so whether you're just starting out with a new fitness routine or you're you know if you're a veteran gym rat a rowing machine makes a great addition to your fitness routine (laughs) you know so you can adjust the resistance on the machine to make the workout harder or easier basically tailor it to your needs and you have near infinite options for ways to structure and program workouts to suit your specific needs and goals this is why you're just as likely to find rowing machines in crossfit gyms and gyms where uh you know quote unquote elite athletes like to visit <laughs> you know so the rower can serve a very broad spectrum of fitness needs and goals you know but it's most often a better option for intermediate to advanced fitness enthusiasts because typically they're the ones that have a decent foundation of body awareness and the necessary physical attributes to perform the rower in a way that doesn't lead to injury and now that we're talking about doing it in a safe way quote unquote you know let's let's just talk about something that is oh well you know super important with any exercise really and that's proper form so when you're using a rowing machine it's critical that you maintain good form so that you don't develop injuries or overuse certain muscles because one of the most common injuries with these machines is the overuse injuries especially as you increase the the frequency and volume of exercise too quickly early on in your training program like this is another one of those cases where yeah you know uh it's a super simple exercise to do but on that same note it's also super simple to screw up (laughs) you know back issues in particular can also be a a problem with a rowing machine so if you have uh, a pre-existing injury such as a you know a knee or lower back injury use care be careful when starting up with a rowing machine wrist pain is another one and tendonitis you know this can also be a problem for some people you know you, you can actually improve your wrist pain by simply alternating your grip position from a palms up to a palms down type grip but you want to be careful with the form that you use you know also resting and anti-inflammatory medications and even wrist splints can all be used to alleviate wrist pain and if you're still having issues then what I suggest (laughs) is that you visit your doctor for further advice and treatment it's also always best to check with a medical professional to make sure of you know any health issues such as heart disease or injuries you know make sure that they don't 
interfere with your new workout routine before you start. So just a few things to keep in mind there, you know, if, if you're planning on implementing some rowing into your workouts, you know, and, and once you're cleared for takeoff, quote unquote, I, I've got a few more tips here to keep your form on point. And the first is to always start with a warm up. This kind of sounds elementary, but, you know, make sure to warm up thoroughly before your rowing workout. So, you know, you want to use like a dynamic warm up routine that has you stretching and doing easy movements to get your body ready <laughs> for some some more uh, intense exercise ideally focus on posture sit up tall and keep your shoulders back and down away from your ears don't round your shoulders forward and don't strain your neck hold on to your to the handlebar loosely you know so you have that handlebar that you have to grip obviously and do your rowing mo motions don't grip the handlebar too tight you know this will create tension that can lead to wrist elbow and shoulder issues later on so instead obviously grab the bar firmly but lightly <laughs> if that makes sense you know Make sure you have a good grip, but don't over grip it. You know, flex your fingers every now and then to just kind of uh, loosen them and, and prevent tension from building up during your workout. Also engage your abs. When you engage your abs during each stroke, all you, what you're doing is you, you help protect your lower back from injury and provide more power for your rowing. <laughs> you know, drive with the legs first, then lean back. So lots of people, uh, you know, they try to do both movements at once but this is a recipe for lower back injury period you know so instead what you want to do is drive your stroke with the legs and abs and when your legs are uh fully extended then lean back start leaning back to finish the stroke with your hands you know with your arms pulling that bar up to your chest and and while we're talking about the chest keep your hands at chest height so what we're we talking about here <laughs> you know you want to pull the handlebar into the chest essentially in line with the nipples while, while keeping you know your shoulders down and elbows pointed out to the sides you know don't let the hands sag down towards your belly or rise up above the shoulder joint you know this is not good this this can lead to shoulder injuries so you don't want to do that on the return slide slow down <laughs> it's easy to get all wrapped up in your workout and rush the slide back up to the front of the machine but slowing down the slide actually helps you get the full benefit of each stroke and it, and it actually lets you reset your posture and positioning to be ready for the next pull and that's pretty much it right there it's actually simple once you get the hang of it you know you may even want to listen to this podcast as you're on the machine so that you can keep all of these points in mind while you're working out just a thought <laughs> but once you get the hang of it you create what you want to do is create a consistent routine of working out on the rower and just remember to schedule in some rest time too you know the recovery process is just as important as the actual workout the body needs time to repair itself and to come back stronger <laughs> you know and once that adaptation process takes place that's where the whole training process can continue and like you know new training goals can be met and so the more you know the better you'll be. And so with all that said and done, let's switch gears now and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. So in this week's installment of Mighty Man, we're talking about the weight loss benefits of milk thistle. Now, 
I don't know about you, but I've personally been hearing a lot about this quote-unquote milk thistle thing uh, lately, or I would say within the past year or so, and honestly, I wasn't exactly sure what it was. <laughs> you know, I just I just knew that a lot of people were bringing this up in different group discussions and whatnot, so I went into detective mode as, as I usually do, and I found out some, uh, you know, I found some interesting stuff I think you'll enjoy. So first off, <laughs> the hell is milk thistle? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I've heard the word or, or the term thrown around here and there, but what exactly is it? Well, as it turns out, uh, milk thistle is actually a popular herbal remedy that's been used for hundreds of years to, uh, you know, to treat a variety of medical conditions, including diseases of the liver and gallbladder. Essentially, it's a type of flowering plant, as they call it, you know, but more recently, milk thistle has been promoted promoted as a tool, you know, for encouraging weight loss. But scientific evidence to support this use is actually very, very limited, actually. It's generally considered safe for most people at dosages of up to 420 milligrams three times a day. You know, however, it may actually cause allergic reactions. So there was some, there were a lot of people that found that they had these allergic reactions. They had these symptoms of like allergies and stuff. So you might start feeling sensations of itching or headaches and possibly joint pain. <laughs> it doesn't sound pleasant to me. But aside from all of that, it's typically taken by mouth in a capsule or extract form. And, and although milk thistle has a decent record of safety, it isn't completely risk-free. You know, with the most commonly reported side effects, again, being uh, digestive issues or symptoms like mild diarrhea and nausea. <laughs> this is in addition to the headaches and the itching and joint pain that I mentioned earlier, you know? And, and also there's uh, currently not enough evidence, again, to say conclusively whether milk thistle interacts negatively with prescription medications or not. So if you're uh, taking any medications, obviously, and you're thinking of adding milk thistle to your wellness regimen, <laughs> I highly suggest you consult with your doctor first. I mean, I, I, I think that just goes without saying. So then, like, what are the benefits of for weight loss? Like, are there any actual benefits at all? <laughs> because there have been many studies conducted, but the majority of the studies, again, they, they focused on its potential to treat liver disorders like cirrhosis and fatty liver disease. It's also been studied as a potential treatment for high blood sugar for people with with, uh, type 2 diabetes. But from what I can tell, there's little to no evidence to suggest that milk thistle actually helps or promotes weight loss. Like, even though it's sometimes used <laughs> to promote weight loss, there's limited research to support its ability to enhance uh, fat loss or improve body composition at all, you know? Like, one recent study evaluated the effects of using milk thistle extract on mice with obesity, uh, you know? And, and the, despite, like, even though they were consuming similar quantities of food, the mice that received milk thistle uh, lost, like it was, I mean, in this study, they, they lost about 5% of their weight. While the control group, well, they continued gaining weight throughout the study. So, I mean, that's not really all that conclusive, in my opinion. I mean, there were like a handful of small human studies that evaluated 
the effects uh, that milk thistle had on certain metabolic uh, symptoms associated with obesity, but that's about it. You know, they looked at things like insulin resistance and inflammation, but none of these studies have actually specifically looked at its ability to promote fat loss. Like that wasn't part of the study, you know? And although the results, like these results were promising, these initial results, I should say, were, were kind of promising, you know, a single animal study does not constitute enough evidence, <laughs> you know, to reliably determine whether milk thistle can actually help with weight loss in humans. So I guess it's clear to see, you know, that we'll need a bit more research before we can say that it does or does not work for weight loss. And here's the bottom line, and, and it's this, is that milk thistle is a popular herbal remedy that's been used for its therapeutic effects for centuries. This we know. There's no arguing that. You know, it contains a variety of antioxidant compounds that have, you know, they've been studied as a possible treatment for liver disease and type 2 diabetes. Again, we know that pretty well known. But recently, milk thistle has been praised and put out there on a platform as a tool for promoting weight loss. But I don't know, the evidence supporting this is super, super limited. <laughs> At this point in time, there's, there's just not enough evidence to indicate milk thistle has any weight loss benefits for humans. I'm sorry. If you if you think otherwise or if you have other information or other studies that say otherwise, then let me know. I would love to take a look at these results. And even though, I mean, milk thistle is pretty safe to consume, we still have to keep in mind that it can cause allergic reactions in some people. Like in these studies, this is what was found <laughs> were people <laughs> getting allergic reactions. So again, my ultimate piece of advice here to you all out there who uh, that may be considering milk thistle is to you know consult your doctor or naturopath before adding it to your health and wellness routine. And so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine for your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, the topic will be stop doing this one exercise before bed. So fellas, you're working out at night and finding it hard to get a good night's sleep, and you definitely do not want to miss that episode. If you love what you heard in today's episode and want more actionable topics just like these, then you need to be in the conversation with me and the rest of the community by heading on over to podcast.dasmination.com slash VIP to enroll in our insiders community where I share exclusive raw behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.dasplanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dasplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Until our next chat, take care now. Bye.